Hey everyone, we are live. This is Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is going to be an amazing episode here because we have some very special guests. Um, several guys here from GBTB and as well as I am always joined uh, with my wife who makes me happy that she's here. Thank you, babe. Uh, plus we have, so we have clowns, four guys with quarters, leader, GBTB, alumni. Uh, you want to say hello, sir? In here. Uh, thanks for having me, Mev. Yeah, no problem. You were actually on mute for a second there. I forgot to unmute you guys. So um, he says hello. Uh, then we also have Husk here. Uh, he is a um, expert in the uh, cheap beer category, as well as uh, talking about video games with uh, GBTB. Also is is FWNR host. Say hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank We're you guys for being here. And we have another very special guest who's made the rounds this week. I've seen him, I think, on every podcast this week. Um, I don't know how he does it. Um, it's Mr. Dreadpool, uh, tech expert extraordinaire, uh, smarter than uh, me for sure. Uh, hello, Dreadpool. I'm just smarter than the average bear. Hello, guys. How's it going? <laughs> and even though we just uh, saw each other downstairs a few minutes ago, babe, how are you doing? Good. <laughs> All right, so this is going to be awesome, guys. I want to thank each and every one of you for showing up. Uh, first off, I want to kind of reach out to the chat. Got Assassin Lupa there. Uh, we also got Steel Rain um, hanging out. Um, Lady AF, what's going on? Uh, we got, uh, I think that's Mike with the OG Next Level Gaming. What's going on, man? Uh, appreciate all of y'all being here, hanging out in the chat with us. This is going to be a fun episode. We're going to be talking about uh, some interesting topics. We get, we're going to be talking about uh, Phil's interview. Um, but we always start this podcast with the fun speculation of the week. Um, and this week, that is going to be, what will we see at the VGAs? The Video Game Awards are on December 10th. Um, Jeff Keeley, the guy that we all love, is hosting. And it should be a great show. I know that we all have great opinions of the host and uh, what they have to offer. But regardless of anything there... We do expect that there is going to be some interesting announcements or reveals or trailers or who knows what at this show. So I want to get everybody's input on what we should expect from Xbox, because this is an Xbox podcast at the VGAs this year. Um, I'll start with you, Clowns. Um, well, you know what? I don't like the VGAs. Oh, man. <laughs> I just don't like them, man. I just think that I want to see somebody else besides uh geoff keely there that guy yeah really, it's his show fucked. though you know it's like he can't re replace himself yeah they should just replace him anyway <laughs> uh whatever they gotta do maybe you know <laughs> um so you know i just think that uh i'm not gonna see anything there that uh, really blows my mind Mav. i'm gonna be honest with you on this one yeah i don't think i'm gonna see anything from xbox that i'm really gonna Ooh. uh nothing from xbox about. Yeah, because Jeff, he, he doesn't really promote Xbox. That's sad speculation. Can I, can I promote something? <laughs> sad I, I, I need to. I, yeah. I need to promote something. Mav. Yeah, look, look at your Twitter. Twitter. Look at your Twitter. You got 200 subs now. Oh, Congratulations, hey. brother. Thank you, everybody. 200 Congratulations. Congratulations. Cheers. Sorry. With my Sorry about beer. the squirrel. Go ahead. Keep going. BG. Well, the only thing that Xbox could show is if they buy advertisements in the middle of the show. 
I mean, because that's yeah. all he's probably going to allow. Um, well, well, you say this, clowns, but you have to remember, last year, they had the big Series X reveal, and they also had Hellblade uh, 2. Uh, the first trailer for that was shown at the at the VGAs. So just putting that out there. All right, so <clears throat> with that said, maybe maybe we will see... Uh, what is it? The reboot of Perfect Dark? Maybe we'll see something like Ooh, a small glimpse. Now that's fun speculation. That's getting teaser. juicy. I want to hear yeah, more of that maybe kind we'll of stuff. A glimpse of that. <laughs> um, maybe we'll see a glimpse of uh, Cuphead's new DLC, even though it got delayed again. Yeah. And they've been on that stage, haven't they? MD is MDHR, right? Have they been on the VGA stage? I know they've been on a couple stages. It could happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. You know, man. I just had a loss for words here because I'm sure we're gonna see Last of Us two plastered everywhere and God of War Ragnarok speak and oh, be like, yeah. Hey, it's the VGAs. Can't wait till God of War Ragnarok. You know, I'm more excited about Minecraft Dungeons DLC to be honest with you. But yeah. That's just me. Hey, they could have a Minecraft Dungeons DLC blowout at the VGAs. That would be uh, everyone. That's what Italian Clowns is asking for. He just wants to see the VGAs dedicated to Minecraft Dungeons. So if that happens, you you can thank this man right here. I could deal with that. You know, I could deal with that. I would like, you know, I would like to see something maybe from the next Forza game. I would like to see something. It'd be nice to see a trailer. And, you know, you did say uh, Hellblade 2 was shown last year, which is true. So maybe we'll see more of a glimpse of Hellblade 2 this year running on the Series yeah. X. They, you know, with it's rumored that they held back gameplay of that from the Xbox Game Showcase. And they had that video instead where they revealed Iceland. This is Iceland. Everybody check it out. You know, this, this live video. But they didn't actually show the game or, or gameplay that everybody had expected. You know, so it was a little bit of a letdown for that game there, but they showed so much other stuff that led people to speculate that it was held back for some reason. Maybe it's the Game Awards. I thought it was going to be the day before consoles launched, but that didn't happen. So what do you think, Husk? Um, I would love to see some Hellblade. I'm not, I'm honestly not really expecting shit from this show. Man. Um, Debbie I'm Downer's just, I, here with the VGAs, guys. Yeah, I, just, I know. I, Jeff has a reputation. I understand. Well, it's not even just that. It's that, like, unless people really have something they've been hiding, like, you don't hold out for this. Like, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. with the next gen just launching. Like, that. all that shit has happened. Like, it, it, COVID is a thing and all that shit's kind of slowing everything down. But, like... You don't hold off. You don't hold out your big guns to the VGAs. You just don't. Um, they they gave the VGAs a huge thing last year. Yeah, but that, that was the biggest thing they had was like the you, reveal of the Series X. That's right. true, but you build up to that console release and then you release it. Yeah, I mean, maybe you do still need something, obviously, to drive more. Yeah, for, Minecraft for console, Dungeons DLC. There That's you, what, you know what, man? Now <laughs> you're getting somewhere, buddy. You're getting if somewhere. If we saw Hellblade, oh my god, I'd be so fucking happy. Yeah, I would be 
ecstatic. Um, I'm playing through the original again, and I can't believe how beautiful that fucking game is still. Like, and you could argue that that trailer kind of went viral after the VGAs last year. Yeah. Because it was an amazing trailer that surprised a lot of people. Cyberpunk releases this same day, so I'm sure they'll have some plugs in there to say, go grab it. Yeah. Right? Cyberpunk should it there will be something about cyberpunk there you know other than that i like i have no predictions for the show because i don't like what have you been keeping in your pocket to push now after after next gen's already well released? i'll i'll after dread goes i'll i'll make sure i throw some juicy tidbits in here there we go <laughs> what's up dread what do you think man so what's the question per se? Just Xbox or just yeah, in just Xbox, Xbox. What do you expect from them at the VGAs? Okay, from them, okay. That's why I want to make sure because I, I think Sony's going to do something too. Um, I expect to see the perfect dark Tomb Raider esque um, gameplay or something, you know, or maybe not even gameplay. Maybe maybe a. Some sort of picture like we saw with Fable, you know, it's just a little tidbit, something to to be like, hey, you know, and keep us wondering what it is until we realize it's perfect dark. You know, that's what I'm expecting there. We've seen some Hellblade stuff. Uh, I'd almost expect something there for that, too. I mean, I'd rather <laughs> not. And I know Husk is probably like looking at me funny, but whatever. Um. I'd rather them maybe if they do bring it, give us a date. I mean, how long has this been in in production? A couple of years, probably. Since uh, I would say probably right after Hellblade One shipped. Um, yeah, they probably started on uh, it. I'd say they, they probably would have started, to started, but they probably didn't go in like full I blown keep production. This until... shit about this big update with Infinite that they're talking about. Wonder if that right. might be an appearance. Well, the, supposedly they already said they're not going to be at the Game Awards, and they actually made a point to specifically say that because I had the same thought, and I was, mm-hmm. you know, you know me, I'm like always looking. What's Xbox going to do next? What are they going to do next? What are going to show next? And the, I love Halo, so I, that's what I wanted. And and somebody shot me down and pointed to me the link. You know, well that so, sucks. Yeah, do we Thanks have any crush on my dreams too? And have we heard anything? Because I really. <laughs> Today's been such a blur the past two days. Have we heard anything about uh, Compulsion Games and their game? Still has not been announced yet. Right, so maybe maybe there's something there. Uh, We already know what uh, Double Fine's doing, so there's nothing really to surprise us. I mean, what are they going to surprise us with? uh, Jack Black again and um, Brutal Legends 2? I mean, I'm going to be all about it. But I, I think it's too soon to be able to say that that's going to be in, in the works already. I, I would say there could be something small from Double Fine because in the in the past they've had kind of some multiple projects going on at the same time where they've had the back on the Xbox Live Arcade they had like what was it Iron Brigade right then they had like Costume Quest right, right. and then uh, kind of like these things dropping kind of frequently that were smaller projects um, and that would make sense for Game Pass. Right, uh, I, I don't so, see it being that big of a like. No, no, it wouldn't be a big announcement. It would be like in a. It would be something that would be like in a, uh, you know, what do you call it? Like a sizzle reel, 
you know, full of a bunch of different yeah. things, you know, something like that. And as as much as I want to see Fable in there, I don't think we'll see Fable. I yeah. think they're gonna just let so us hype hype Fable. I mean, here, here here's the other the other thing. You know, what if they said, you know what, we've secured the rights with Ubisoft, and because I know uh, Boom is here listening. We secured the rights to Ubisoft, and we are bringing back Splinter Cell only to Xbox. Oh God! Right? Uh, that would be cool. That would be a dream chair. come true. Yeah. Did I, I let you say hello, chair. babe? Before did I do it yeah. again? Okay, just making sure I didn't do it again. <laughs> I would have interrupted you. Yeah, I know you would have. Um, so, hey, what's going on in the chat? I see we got some uh, new people popping up in here. Yeah, actually, quite a few. It seems like almost everybody is just as excited as y'all about uh, Hellblade. Nice. Yeah, Hellblade. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited about that and would be disappointed if we don't see anything at the Game Awards. Because I think because that's where they revealed the game last year with the trailer. Um, I think that's where people are expecting it to show up again in a way, um, especially after we didn't get it at the Xbox game showcase. <laughs> So, it's Someone got a said Splinter Cell would blow people away. That would blow me away. I, I might just I cry if that a happened. Lot of people. Yeah, me yeah. too. Might get some tissues, but for the other area. Yeah. I mean, I would have, I would probably immediately go make five videos of me like crying, you know, and put it up on, <laughs> and put it up on YouTube. Um, it would be, it would be crazy uh, if they announced <laughs> Splinter Cell. That it's not going to happen. I, I've been wanting that for years, years. You know, it's been they they skipped a generation. Splinter Cell skipped an entire generation of gaming. Yep, and it's one of the most loved franchises, um, for especially like um, you know, the, the spy genre, like um, third person action games, right? That whole thing, like it was Metal Gear and it was Splinter Cell, you know, and then they just let Splinter Cell disappear into well, the void. They also kind of like they took it. I think personally, I loved. I I didn't hate any of the games, but they took it too far into the loud category, like full blown action category. Yeah, I agree. Like Sam's always like you're the stealth guy. You sneak and you like that's that's what appealed to me. Like there's games. Uh, like any any fucking shooter game that I ever pick up, the first thing I find out is whether or not I can sneak up behind an NPC and stab AI his and 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 actually sneak, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, without getting watch, caught. Because watch our eyes that. bulge. What? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's they need so. to go back to their roots. Like, fuck it, start fresh, dude. Just bring it back from wherever the hell you want. Like, just do it though do it like everybody has been asking for it for years yeah like if they went back to the style of like chaos theory and kind of like reversed it where it's more slow paced tactical you got to think about Mm -hmm. your decisions you know when they i I don't remember who it was that was in charge of conviction when they started going that direction and even double agent a lot of people didn't like double agent but uh because the story but it was like a cross-gen title right where it's like one version on xbox and then another version on the 360 and supposedly the original xbox version had more content so that was that really? one kind of got some weird left behind, you know, stuff in there and kind of got a bad taste in some people's mouths. But the multiplayer on Double Agent was incredible when the servers worked. But uh, what, what, 
what one was it they did the co-op chaos theory and they did it and they did it in conviction but they did it differently in conviction conviction had this like story mode with the co-op where you're like have a russian guy and then an american guy and they kind of have to work together right to do missions but chaos theory had like the the best suite of content for Splinter Cell that you could imagine. And, and it, this was an OG Xbox game. When you saw the opening scene in Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, it was a graphical showpiece. Mm. It was astounding. It was like, wow, this is on a freaking game console. You know what I mean? The people were only used to seeing that kind of stuff on PCs, right? And if they went back to that with Splinter Cell, that's, you know, that's my dream. I didn't want to go off on a Splinter Cell tangent here, but when the word Splinter Cell... <laughs> you love it just as I did. as just much as I do. I love hearing it. Talking and I know that some guys in the chat have heard me talk about Splinter Cell before, but when, when, that, when it gets an, mentioned, I just, you know, it, it needs to happen. And Dude, the more people that say it... that game. Was that? I would. I would camp out for that game. Yeah. I would just pre-install it. <clears throat> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Don't have to camp anywhere anymore. It's sad. My, my Xbox does the camping for me. But um, look at the manager. Yeah, well, I already pre-downloaded it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> turn around, walk, and go home. Yeah, and, and I just I mean, want I just want an excuse to set up a bed outside a GameStop. Yeah, like you those guys. Dude, the next Get step. A tent. The, the next step is uh, the bunk bed. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. So you can like, uh, what what would happen um, if you went to go get your uh, Xbox clowns and you went up there and there was a cradle with a baby? You know. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would anger me so much, man. She's in there. That he's would, there in that's a, what would. Is there in a pack That's and what play? would happen to Husk. Yeah, that would happen to Husk <laughs> if he was waiting for midnight release of a Splinter Cell game. There would be a baby in a pack and play, and all get of a sudden, copy. like the parents would be gone right like no parents would be there and that baby would climb over the pack and play and steal husk's beer and then husband's like where's my beer you know he's just be sitting out there all angry you know what i see i see that happening and husk pushing that crate or that stroller down the road and like look he's drunk driving (laughs) (laughs) take him to jail i I, I can see that for sure yeah my spot back (laughs) <laughs> All right. Did you? I'm sure you didn't have any thoughts on this one. Did you? Did you, babe? But I want to make sure. No. Okay. <laughs> Besides, so, uh, Hus, can you actually stay out there for an overnight, an overnighter? At a, at the GameStop, that's yeah, kind of by me. Yeah, I would. I would assume so. I don't know, man. Are you going to bring a bucket? No. <laughs> no, it, it's dark enough over in that parking lot, and the population is not high enough for me to get caught pissing in the parking lot. So, just make sure you wear like a wetsuit, you know, it's, uh, like that kind of looks like Sam Fisher's black outfit, and put the night vision goggles on before you go and oh, camp out. <laughs> oh, he's gonna pull out something badass here. I can tell. I've got that helmet. Oh, oh, night vision goggles. Yeah, not Sam Fisher's, but I do have some, and they actually oh, okay. work. I'm not. Well, this is the new character that's going to take Sam Fisher's place. There we go. Splinter Cell right here. That's it. Husk. So, Husk, I have a question. What's up? What do you do at night after the aftercast (laughs) that we don't know about? Um, I'm not at liberty to discuss that. 
right now. Maybe there'll be a segment of it on FWNR of what <laughs> you're at um, after activities. Peeping he Tom falls. spotted uh, in in the windows with a weird night vision goggles and a Grandma bush beer in the other hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's truck long face. yard with night vision goggles. He follows Trucks the growing bush trail. Beer goes missing in the bra- it was in Nebraska. Yeah, all <laughs> trucks of bush beer in Nebraska are missing. <laughs> All that Nebraska has is a furniture mart and bush beer. And bush light, yeah. <laughs> All right, so the next topic, really guys. Pizza places, just saying. Uh, we, we had a uh, big interview from uh, Phil Spencer with The Verge where there was a lot of juicy tidbits. But it, well, hold on a second. What the hell? I can't move on. I never weighed in on my fun speculation of the week with uh, oh, the VGAs. I've been waiting for this one. So let me do that first. So I think there's lots of possibilities. And so hear me out. The initiatives game is gameplay ready. We know that his daughters played it. Phil's played it multiple times recently. Daryl Gallagher and also Drew Murray had a lunch meeting that Drew Murray posted on Twitter. It was the first time that they've had lunch together since like March. They got something serious to talk about here, guys. They got something that they needed to meet for, that they wanted to talk about the game and get some stuff together. He was letting his daughter play test the game, making sure it's ready to go. You know, I think it's a possibility that we're going to get a gameplay slice of the initiatives game at the VGAs. I thought it was going to happen the day before the consoles launched. Didn't. If you add up all the clues... There's something here. That game's been in development for two and a half, almost three years maybe now, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's a Dream Team development studio. It doesn't have to come out next year for them to go ahead and give us that first big tease and announce what the game is. They got so much in the stable. But they need to have something good at the VGAs, game-related, because it is one of the biggest stages in video games, especially without E3. Without E3 this year, there's been the Xbox Game Showcase, and there's been the PlayStation Showcases, and then there's the VGAs. The VGAs has a lot of hype. Gaming has grown. Everybody's going to be watching the VGAs and tuning in to see what's revealed. And if Xbox doesn't show up and have some exciting game announcement or something cool to show off, then they're going to get crapped on so hard after the VGAs that they have to have something there. So it's either the Initiatives game... It's either Hellblade 2, it's Compulsion's new game, or maybe, like you guys said, Forza Motorsport, Fable, or Halo Halo Infinite Multiplayer. We have not seen Halo Infinite Multiplayer revealed yet, and that is a huge thing. If they were to reveal Halo Infinite Multiplayer and then announce, hey, in March we're going to go into beta. That would kill the content drought for Halo 2. That would get a lot of people excited. And then you would start the speculation of when's the actual single player going to drop. That could lead up into summer, right? So I think there's a few possibilities, and we're going to get something because whatever it is is going to be big and it's going to be exciting. If they come up and they just show, damn, Minecraft Dungeons DLC, I'm going to be pissed off. I will be unhappy. I will be miserable. And I won't really. I won't care. But I will have wished that that stuff was there 
And I think I think it's possible. I I don't think. Imagine imagine uh, two weeks from now. Okay, the VGAs just happened. PlayStation has God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, um, whatever else, and then Xbox has nothing. The crap that we would be hearing online from people would be insane. They cannot let that happen. They got to have something big and impressive to show. And I think they realize, regardless of who the host is, how big of a stage it is that they need to show up for, especially this year. Especially after Halo Infinite didn't launch with the console. It'd be real bad if, if, if like anybody like big in, in, in the gaming industry that people are looking forward to, like, like even, I don't know. I feel like almost you're right. Like if Xbox doesn't, Xbox is there. They have to be. Like, they're not dumb enough not to be. Well, their marketing team's been pretty dumb with games. So yeah, but but you're right. Like it has to, and they keep. They always say every time they have something going on, they say there's more to come. There's yeah more. Always you know we did we all forget about the fact that Phil Spencer was on a call with Jeff Keeley and Gabe. From Steam, oh, Gabe Newell, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. So, do you think there could be maybe some type of partnership with Steam coming? Who, if they announce that, that would be good. It's it's on its way. If it, well, imagine stage right, Phil Spencer walks on. Stage left, right after Phil Spencer stands there, Gabe Newell walks across the stage, and then they announce Left for Dead Three. Mic drop. Walk off the stage. Yeah. No, Half Life Three. Nobody else. Oh, they need that too, but I, I could give a fuck less. Orange box two. Or VR support. Yeah. Oh wow, imagine if they did that. You know what I mean? Finally and just, people could just, stop arguing. Just the fact that you can connect to it instead of if you wanted that extra frame rate, like you could on the you know, you can connect it to your PC, you can connect it to your Xbox, and then you can stream it that way. You know what I mean? Minimal effort from Xbox side. But it all falls on the hands on everybody else. Yeah, it, be... I, I just got to show up with something. And I think another thing that I think is going to be there would be Elden Ring. It's been quiet. It's not necessarily just Xbox, you know. But it's um, been real quiet. I think we're going to see something from that. Uh, all right, so I have to move on to the next topic. But before that, anybody uh, else got something interesting, babe, or chat? What if what um, if had a game? No. Cool. cool. What if who? I see Xbot there. I see um, yeah. Mike and Chris. Indie Gamer. Cloud. All you guys, thanks for showing up. Paul. Lupa. Lupa. What if Luna was there? Oh, Amazon Luna? They could, They. you know what? They have game studios. That's you know, true. that they haven't ever revealed anything. Remember, it wasn't at Amazon that bought the uh, Killer Instinct developer? Um, and took him away from Microsoft, and then Microsoft replaced that dev with uh, with another team to finish off the Killer Instinct content. Wish they did. It was either it was either Amazon or Google. I'm pretty sure it was Amazon. Oh, let's find out. Thanks, Andy. Somebody type type type. Okay, going into this Phil Spencer interview. Okay, so we have some um, fun little tidbits that um, he had dropped. Uh, one of them was a promise, kind of, to Xbox gamers about having 
um, games that they wish uh, that they basically want to feel good about that they chose Xbox. And he's basically he's responding to Halo Infinite not being there at launch and the and the whole thing out there that people say Xbox has no games and all that kind of stupid nonsense, right? So he he's just kind of responding to some of that. And uh, he he said um, basically that, you know, uh, X, it's important to them to make sure that they uh, give the content uh, to, to the fans, basically, to the Xbox fans. And they have invested in a lot of studios to be able to do that. So um, what do you guys think about, you know, because I still see this online all the time where people say, okay, you know, um, they have studios or whatever you know but they haven't shown anything yet well common sense at the same time to me tells you that you know it takes time to make these games if they're big games and they haven't acquired all these studios but to two or three years ago right or even more recently with some of them obviously so common sense tells me that yeah they're working on this stuff but it's just not here yet uh but to some people it's still like hey you know um, it, it's not here now, so it doesn't exist, right? What What do you guys think about um, the promise of Xbox in the future? Do you think they're doing enough to showcase what they have to offer for the next gen with the disappointing last gen with first party titles based on what Phil said? Or do you think that um, it still rings ho- shallow and hollow um, with the lack of first party content at launch? So I'll start with you, Clown. You know, I'm going to say this. I think that, you know, no matter how things are portrayed for Xbox, I think, I believe Phil. I believe the interview. I believe everything he said. I think that we have, you know, what's yet to come for Xbox Series X. The generation just launched. And sure, I mean, some of the initial party titles have been disappointing, especially with save bugs and glitches. But again, that's not really Xbox's fault. Uh, it could have happened on any system. We've seen Valhalla look bad on PlayStation 5 with the GPU being overclocked. So it's going to take some time for these developers to get the kinks worked out. But I think that especially at first party titles and titles that ran good on the One X and the previous um, Xbox generations, I think they're going to look fabulous coming out of the gate, fresh out of the start. And I think they're going to outperform their PS4 or PS5 rivals. And I do think that once everything is uh, fixed properly and patched, I think we're going to see the power of the Series X. I just, you know, I, I think that people just like to twist stuff around and this all this digital foundry stuff right now, comparison, they shouldn't be doing it. Not right now. Yeah, not not yet. We'll get into some of that more later. Um, what, what about you, Husk? Do you think that their promises ring hollow and shallow or do you think uh, they got some merit it shit takes time, man. And just like we all saw how, like you mentioned, uh, when you initially addressed the, the topic, last gen <laughs> first party was kind of piss poor. So they're definitely a transition stage. Yes, right? but they're also investing and they've been developing this generation They've been working on it for years already. Yeah. Like they 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 want these games to fucking shine and play as good as possible. 
Like, even if you take away this horrible year, okay, they're still, they're going to take their time and get shit right this time. Not every game is going to be a hit. Not every game is going to blow the socks off everybody. But that's what they're wanting to do. There's a reason they're investing the kind of money they are. And we're going to see it come to fruition when shit is ready to do so. They're not just going to start shoving shit out there. So, I mean, yeah, we need to see something. Maybe tease, tease us some shit. But at the same time, you know, don't fucking blow your wad early. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes That's sense. That's how to me. I feel about it. I, that, I would say it doesn't make sense to some people. First party studios with that like Yeah, it's coming. People just need like they have to have patience. It will it will happen and when it happens like it, the whole fucking narrative's going to shift. So just yeah, people patience. tend to think about now and 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 recent history. They forget even forget about further back history. They forget about the 360 era in the PS3. Oh, that era was bad. right. So that it was flip flopped back then, right? And then we had this whole generation, which kind of you know it was kind of like all over the place. And Xbox had a major resurgence in the middle of middle of the generation, leading into the end. And they got you know I think they got um, a lot of momentum, um, and they got a lot of studios and. But like you said, it takes time. So what do you think, Dred? I'm going to say Husk. Ditto. But uh, you know what I mean? It, it is what it That's is. Well it takes some time. These guys can't just shit something out and be like, all right, it's a triple-A game, quadruple-A game, and here you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, how long cool. have we yeah. seen all these no, no, Sony no. games for years, right? We're all like, oh, yeah, how long is it going to take, you know? It's taking you forever. You keep showing it every year, and finally it comes out, and it looks beautiful, right? So are we forgetting that, too, as, as Xbox fans, that, that there's those of us that criticize them for taking that long? And look at the games. Look what they're rated at, you know? I really don't care, but the game's fun. You know what I mean? It looks great. It's got the polish on there. If, it, if, if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes, you know? Get that polish in there. It, it, you know, you want to add so those extra features like ray tracing and all that. That's all new stuff. This is all new consoles, all new hardware. You know, they have to figure out what they need to do on this stuff now, right? And and they want to use the GDK where they've already built in a, a lot of that stuff off the SDK. So now they want to use the GDK. So they got to convert everything and then shift it over so it's across all the consoles, right? So there's nothing going to be held back. It's just new tech, new software that they have to figure out as they're building their games. Now, how about this? Are we also forgetting that a lot of these devs are going back to those old games to make them, uh, to give them the 4K treatment or, or, you know what I mean? To give it that little extra oomph, a little extra life, you know? It's not just one guy going out there and doing all that for you. There's There's a team out there and they have to figure it out. You know, before they push it, yeah. Does the console do a lot of stuff? Yeah, it does a lot of stuff for them. But if you want to optimize it, that's what they got to do, and that's part of it. Is it takes time, 
And you don't just have the Series X and S to worry about. You have PC as well. Like, as similar as they are, you still have to develop for each. Let's not forget to how, some how, extent. Like, how about third party where they're, they're, they're also developing for Stadia, mm-hmm. which is a Linux based software. It's not mm-hmm. uh, 46. Okay, so yet again, you have to learn a whole new set. And granted, these guys already know a lot of that stuff. You know, when going in here, you don't just learn one, one language. A lot of these guys know multiple languages. If you want to take that even further, a lot of these titles right now, at least for the next year or so, are also Xbox One, PS4, um, the VCR Xbox One, right? Then they got Xbox One S, and they got Xbox One X. They got the PS4 Pro. Then they got, you know, then they got the Series S, the Series X, and the PS5. Then they got the PC and all the different iterations of graphics. You know, how how scalable are games, right? Just look at PC, right? Very. And the amount of graphics cards out there and and stuff is is just mind-boggling. And they got to make stuff work on, on all these things. So, you know, it's... Um, optimization takes time, especially when something new comes out, right? Um, but as far as the uh, question there with Phil Spencer, I think personally, you know, it, it's going to happen because seven point five billion, right? That's just one one reason why seven point five billion dollar investments, not just something you throw out there and say, eh, we'll see if this works. Hey, who knows? Maybe they'll make something good. They got something. They they don't buy these studios on just pure hope. They have stuff that they're already working on or that they've shown them to make them feel like it's a worthwhile investment. That's mm-hmm. why they bought all these studios. They don't go in there, hey, you think you can make something cool in the future? You're unproven. You don't have anything to show me right now, but hey, here's, here's $500 million. Here's a billion dollars. No. These guys invest in talented developers that have proven track records that have stuff in the works. Uh, Starfield. That's, that's Todd Howard's new game. Right? And for people who don't know who Todd Howard is, just look at Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Elder Scrolls uh, Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Name a disappointment in that group. Some could say Fallout 4, maybe a little bit, you know? I don't know, but those are some big-ass games there, aren't they? Right? Oh, they are. And you know what? Speaking of this fucking ZeniMax deal, when, like, how long does this goddamn process take for it to be official? Well, I think early, probably March, April, May, somewhere around there, I would say. You know, what can happen between now and then? People have like, to look into this stuff. They have to line everything up. They, they. It's not just like, hey, Husk, you want to come work for me? Okay. Oh, yeah. There's a it's lot not, of papers, a lot of lot, people, a lot, a lot of stuff. legal. Yeah. Like, the legal shit is what is. That's right. It's, it's, it's the lawyers. Uh, obviously, the government's got to look into it, too, at some point in time. Mm-hmm. You know, to make sure it's not a monopoly. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. It did it last night too. It just like popped on, and we weren't even <laughs> talking anything about that. Never even activated it. It wants to activate itself. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's, the government's got to look into it too to make sure it's not a monopoly. That to make sure that everything, you know, all their P's and Q's are right, not just the lawyers, because you know how lawyers are. Um, lawyers they do their own thing. So the government wants their money. If they're gonna do something like that, they're they're also looking at making sure it's right. And these guys are already working on the game, so it's not really sl- this isn't slowing anything down. It's just before they can really tell us more, right? right? Because oh, it's slowing down the ability for Xbox to be able to talk about it from their perspective because they can't legally um, say too much about what the plans are because they can't be seen as coercing their decisions until that deal is finalized, right? Well, what what happens if they are pushing their their intentions, right? And then all of a sudden that company's stocks fall because they didn't like the the intentions. Now now you just screwed over that company. Or the opposite. You could raise the value or in right. things like so. I mean, like there's there's a lot of reasons why um, they can't talk about it, um, and because you could have rumors of an acquisition and in, in the works, and you could manipulate people's stocks and then back out of the deal. Like there's mm-hmm. there's all these all these things in play that well, actually that matter. Really big thing is, yeah, it's all money, money, right? Everybody wants their cut. So See, and- here's here's the other thing. You mentioned slowing down. They're not slowing down, right? No. You know what slows them down? The oh, death threats. <laughs> yeah, the death threats for sure. <laughs> you know, you, you can't be delaying my game. You can't. Why is this yeah. game going here? Why is, you know, all these kids, the man-childs doing all this stuff, you know, this this is the thing that's slowing it down. You want that game out. You want that game to, to look good and no, you know, no more delays. Or not any delays, you know, because some of these games haven't even been announced with a with an actual release date. You know, don't be slowing them down. Let them do their thing. Support them. You know, I mean, yeah, we all want these games now, but be realistic. We're not children. Yeah. Anything going on in the chat, babe? Um, Xbox four four eight said a while ago. Um, what does a gamer have to do to be a guest on this show? Have me a guest on their show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, man. Uh, hey, I I got a spot next week, Xbox. So I'll send you a DM if if you if you if you're able and willing. Um, yeah, we're gonna have lots of fun guests on the show. This is only our second time with a panel, so you know, um, I've gotten to know quite these guys quite well over the last couple months and I wanted to make sure that we got some uh guys I've been knowing and talking to for a while on as some of my first guests and it's been fun. Uh, I appreciate everybody in the chat and also um these guys here um for showing up and uh being a part of the community and showing me support pretty much from day one. In fact my first podcast I was ever on besides doing my own recorded thing was GBTB. I got an invite from Wilmy. Um, so, and then from there, it just kind of things, you know, took off and, you know, here we are today and we got a live panel of my own. So um, it's been awesome. And you're going to be on there again Wednesday. With? I don't know why, but me. <laughs> <laughs> With you, yes. And hey, guys, speaking of uh, last week, there was some conversation about um, my backdrop and, and missing a tree. And I said I wasn't doing it. And she said she tried to convince me. But I wasn't having it. So there's been a little bit of a compromise. But you yeah. did a really shitty job. It's, it's just... It's just a little tree. 
I didn't, oh, have, Mav, I didn't have to mess tree. with it. Mav, your tree looks is a ten out of ten. Thank ten you. out of ten. It's Caitlin, like yours. Yours you looks good to too. Make it more uh, visible. Caitlin's is eight out of ten. Mav's is ten out of ten. <laughs> mine's mine's nostalgic. It's like the Charlie Brown tree. Caitlin, yours Your angelic. Clowns canceled. <laughs> canceled. Cancel culture. Did you hear me, Caitlin? What did you I say? Said, Sorry. I said yours looks angelic. Thank you. And who had to spread all those damn branches on that tree? Hey, 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 let's not get kinky here. <laughs> <laughs> all this right. is your show. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and move on, I guess. Uh, so we're going to go into... What's been going on that I've been noticing, you know, um, a lot of people haven't been talking about this in a general sense. They've been just picking apart specific games, right? But man, the the launch games for these consoles and even the before launch. And I think part of this is maybe coronavirus and COVID and and maybe trying to meet deadlines. Buggy as hell. Glitchy. Games breaking all the time. Crashes. Um, and we kind of got used to this hasn't been as much of a problem the last several years. So, but I can run down a list, Watch Dogs Legion. And if you go watch the first streams I had on that from Xbox one, uh, the game would just freeze randomly. You try and get in a boat and the boat's there, but it's like a mirage. It doesn't actually exist. You can just swim through the boat. Right. Um, weird things like that. Um, Assassin's Creed uh, had the the screen tearing thing that's apparently fixed now. Um, we had the the save glitch also in Watch Dogs Legion that Clowns has uh, been fighting through. Uh, I don't know how he has the patience for that, but he does magically. Um, we have Call of Duty Cold War crashing constantly all over the place, right? Uh, freezing, uh, weird stuff going on there now. Um, the Dirt Five headlight issue um that people seem to freak out about like that weird thing going on you know you have um let's see uh spider-man miles morales this is x is xbox but if you if you watch stuff on online there's plenty of footage of weird ass things happening in that game too um we have been inundated with a bunch of really laggy uh broken frame rate frozen crashing games uh at the launch and right before it you can even say marvel's avengers had a lot of problems with frame rates and stuff like that right so i don't know if it's coronavirus or or covid or if it's because the new consoles or, or what but for some reason with even knowing this and seeing all the things going on certain people are deciding to do comparisons of the game side to side before they get patches and updates and all that kind of stuff. So we've already seen with, I think, to, was it yesterday that Assassin's Creed Valhalla had the update where people are started to freak out now because it makes their system not look as good and this system with Xbox maybe look better now all of a sudden, right? So it's creating controversy there. Um, my point with this is, man, we got a lot of bro- broken games, buggy games right now. These things need to be patched. They need to be fixed. They need to be updated. They need to be optimized before anybody's sitting down there with a microscope pinpointing a frame drop 
or a headlight, maybe wait a couple months. You know, because things are screwy right now, and it's not just on Xbox; it's screwy everywhere. Um, so, what do what do you guys think about that? We'll start with clowns again. Uh, you know, this has been, I think, a a difficult launch for game companies, and I think part of it is because it's like they probably started development on older dev units and then moved over to newer dev units. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of stuff that QA is probably going to miss. Uh, the save bugs, though, I don't think should have been missed. I don't know what they're working with over there, but those are some pretty serious issues. Save bugs should have always been acknowledged, and this is not the first time that happened with Ubisoft. Um, if you guys remember the launch of Watch Dogs 1, it had a save glitch as well, where a lot of people were losing their saves. And then for the people that didn't lose their saves, when they finally updated the save glitch and fixed it, Everybody who had saves that were working prior to that fix lost all their progress. So I was at the end of the game, final mission, and I was waiting for the patch just in case, and it wiped all my progress. So Ubisoft has done this before with Watch Dogs. With Assassin's Creed, I don't think it's it's ever been an issue before. But like you said, I, I just think that these things aren't optimized. Uh, it's, and you know, Murdered Soul Suspects had issues too when it first launched on the original Xbox and PlayStation yeah. uh, Four as well. So this, it's not like a new thing for the industry for this to happen. I just think that because now we have, you know, a lot of journalists with microscopes out there becoming tech experts uh, that don't even have a journalism degree. All of a sudden, they're just coming out saying, "Hey." this and that let's get ms paint and count pixels and then you got digital foundry just like nitpicking every single thing if people didn't nitpick all this stuff it wouldn't have an echo chamber on twitter you know uh if you go way back to the old days right mav i mean Mega Man games had tons of glitches nobody ever complained about that you would disappear when you got shot sometimes like you the glitch uh, you would just disappear and it'd take a moment or you'd get knocked off a ladder when you shouldn't have. It glitches going on forever. Uh, it's just, you know, we're, we got higher power systems now that we got better tech, but we got more uh, scientists out there and more uh, technical experts than ever before. Uh, I don't know how it's happened, but a lot of people out there with no college degrees um, in their mom's basements are just finding all this stuff out. They got their science lab kit, you know, from Amazon. <laughs> they get it from Target. Yeah, Target, you know. Uh, they go out, capture a butterfly. They look at it with a microscope and be like, hmm, butterfly's got one science. more pixel this, this on the butterfly wing. has a bug. Yes. It's got one more pixel on its wing than, you know, Valhalla does when I walk into a castle or something. It's just, I don't know, man. I just, it's, we're just in a life of echo yeah. chamber now and, uh, the curse of the digital internet and people that just buy their degrees off eBay. That's what we're at. That's where we're at. If we have patience, these companies know what's wrong. Just have a little patience. It will get fixed. They don't want their products to be bad. Like uh, we've seen that Watchdog's already taken a hit in sale price. You think Ubisoft wants that sale to to be like that so so fast for Watchdogs even before Black Friday? No, they'd rather sell that game at full value but they know something's wrong so they're going to work on it and when it's fixed it's going to be back up to full value and speaking of watchdogs they did just announce also that they're pushing the multiplayer update to 2021 
uh, because they want to make sure that they fix the game first. So uh, that was interesting also. So, um, and you've had comments from um, Code Codemasters, right, regarding Dirt 5, that, hey, there's an update coming. And I've seen a couple of videos and talked to a couple people that seem like they know that um, Xbox had the dev kits in people's hands late compared to um, other companies, and we're going to see updates on a lot of these games. Um, and also, as far as the, even if you go on the other platform, just to throw a bone there, a lot of the a lot of the issues you see there are going to be fixed with optimization from firmware updates, right? They can increase the fan speed or lower the clock speed a little bit without anybody really noticing that it takes some of that heat away from the memory, right? I would assume so, anyway. So, um, and it seems like a lot of the artifacting and things that people have been having issues with there could be fixed from some simple things like that. There may be more serious issues here and there with both with both systems, you know what I mean? But um, it's 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 not panic zone right now for for anybody yet, right? Shouldn't be. Um, no, it shouldn't be. But it is for some. The games that I've been playing have been amazing, and that's not even the just the launch games. Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a transformative experience for me as a console gamer. I've said it I've, many times that I've never played a game open world like that at sixty frames per second. It, it just changes it. It's a new experience. It's amazing, right? Um, Dirt Five is a great game. It's adrenaline rush, right? It's it's super fun. Uh, what what do you think, Husk, about all this nonsense? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just use that word again and say nonsense. Um, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. Um, yeah. Every generation has its issues. Um, and if you ever play on PC, you know these things are. <laughs> you know these things are more prevalent than like all these. So all of a sudden, everybody's eyes fucking opened to something completely yeah like i don't know the same thing what what clown said like social media is just going fucking crazy with it so i I will say the only thing i have to say outside of optimization is a big deal and your time you're able to spend with a system to to optimize a game is an obvious thing like it is what it is, okay? It is going to take time, like everything does. But there are hardware things, like like the memory, and honestly, like <laughs> consoles. And, and see that guy, victims. he broke that down through a microscope. If you if you if we want to if we want to be fair, right? Mm-hmm. It's a YouTuber that t- took it apart and did his own testing, right? However, I will say. That was pretty extensive, that test. Oh, yeah. And he spent 30 minutes before he even went to the test explaining the testing process. So, mm-hmm. And you almost it, have to. Or it, it, to me, it hold, that holds some credibility there, right? Oh, it does. Um, Gamers Nexus did a fucking great job, I'm just saying. Um, all right, so if we talk about everything outside of optimization, consoles aren't um immune to silicon lottery they're they're going to do their best to get the best possible parts of that fucking wafer on their chips yes but at the same time you're not like not not every single 
piece of silicon is going to be of the highest quality. Like you could set yours next to his and yours would perform better because that's just how it works. Nothing's fucking perfect. And that I honestly, I've done a decent amount of overclocking on, on the PC systems I've built. And the second you go too high on your clocks and a game is not fond of it. Like the game doesn't like it. It's not your system. It's the game itself. Doesn't like your overclock. Doesn't like the frequency. It'll crash, shut off your computer. You'll, you'll get artifacts for fucking days. And even, even more so with memory, if it, if it gets, it can get too hot. You can have the frequency too high. It's just, there's, there's a lot of things that have to be ironed out and they're going to have to be, and we're going to see that happen. Like it's going to have to happen or, or devs will have to literally optimize their game to match it. Like the other day I, I played um, Hellblade and I had a, a plus 150 on my frequency for my graphics card and it was fine. I went and played WoW the other day with my girlfriend totally shit its pants i had to drop it by like 20 megahertz is all and and it ran fine so wow there's a lot there's so much that goes into it and that that's the the only issue i see from like the playstation platform is that they they have this can boost up to it obviously is boosting too high in some situations like every any any artifacting i'm seeing could be fixed with a down clock not even that much i don't i don't know because i don't know if that I, people would be able to really tell the it. difference right yes yes but 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 it's fixable through shit like that and optimization is the other thing these games they will optimize them they will fix them and, and every time you see it like this horse shit with oh the conspiracy theory nonsense with yeah with Valhalla running i don't even want to i don't even want to go into into that bs we're not you know going to but you can get no you can even talk about it but it's yeah it's it's just craziness they they worked on it okay and now they have to work on it again like it's it doesn't stop yeah it's like it's a never-ending until they get it right they it will all be fixed everything will be fine calm the fuck down there are games that came out years ago that are still getting updates and patches right it doesn't it doesn't end until nobody ever plays a game anymore (laughs) (laughs) pretty much the server is shut down in the whole nine yards so well yeah i wanted to ask you dread also because i you're like probably you and husk are really techie guys and i hear y'all talk about this stuff but so without making excuses for the developers right because Stuff like Clown said with the save game files, you know, that's there's pretty much no excuse for that, right? And you also have, you know, just weird bugs that just shouldn't be in games anyway, like just kind of weird stuff that maybe they didn't have enough time to test them and they maybe should have delayed, but they went ahead and launched, right? But a lot of this stuff also comes down to it being new hardware, right? And optimizing for multiple platforms and all that kind of stuff. But I want to is is what Husk was talking about also with the variable clock speeds, because I'm not a tech guy, 
Um, and then Xbox having a constant clock speed, right? Um, well, it, it, is that kind of why they did that so, to eliminate some of those problems? Well, Husk is so bullshit. Uh, no, it's not. He's he's serious about it. It's it's. <laughs> um, no, that's you see, that's the thing is we've we've hit Moore's law, right? Uh, Ohm's law, right? We've hit Moore's law, and um, what's going on is we've broken it, and we've figured out a way to circumvent it, right? We've never been able to go down to five nanometer. We're down there. Moore's you know what I mean? It, we're pushing stuff like this right now. We're seeing seven nanometer. They're, I mean, why they're down to five nanometer? You know, what I mean, that is super small. You don't understand about breaking and pushing it way past where we're not supposed to be, even with more with uh, Moore's law, right? So, with that being said, you know the these semiconductors are having issues. You know, putting it like that, they're so close together that one, you know. Think of it this way. They're all switches, on and off switches. Okay, they're so close together that when one switch switch on, it affects the one next to it. Mm -hmm. And that's where they're having issues. And this is when it comes to everybody's like talking about the die size and, you know, oh, well, they're they're at 50%, you know, that are failing. Okay, well, that they're pushing stuff so hard and they're doing frequencies, right? So it's not just... The physical, yeah, and they're trying to increase they're, frequencies. Like they're trying insane. to exactly. They're trying to speed it up because we can't. We can only go so far by science, right? And they're trying to break science, and they're trying to increase the, the frequencies. They're trying to put less power, but yet still maintain more power because of how many that how much stuff in there. If you look at some of these CPUs, you're looking at 100 watts. You're looking at 65 watts. You know what I mean? And these are smaller and smaller, but there's more stuff on there. There's Less lot... volts, more performance. Right. But, but yet, it's still them. heating up. And that's that's part of the thing is controlling that heat. Because once you go he- go too hot, you get a thermal runaway, and a lot of these things shut down because of the too much heat. Okay, <clears throat> There's, there's so, so many different factors when it comes into all this. And now, you know, and you want to control just the frame rate? I mean, you're trying to do a lot more than this with these games. You're talking about the 360 games when an average game was three to six gigs, right? <laughs> the one games came out and they were at 13 gigs, and everybody shit their pants, like holy crap, you know what I mean? And they were, you know, they looked great, but they didn't look that much better. Now we're but at they look great, gigs. you know. And now we're, I mean, I'm looking at uh, one of the games is 200. Can you guess which? game is 200 gigs well i I have an idea yeah because i got one that's taken up between all of the content where it's taken up 240 freaking gigabytes on my hard drive so but that's the thing now when you're looking at all this you're looking at six gigs six gigs of information to find a flawed code versus 200 gigs to find a flawed code okay so not only you're going to have one flawed code you're going to have many flawed codes so back then, you'd be able to have a game tester go over this one particular spot and, and go over it and over it and over it and over it and over it until they can simulate it on a constant basis and then figure out where that code is. You can't do that now. Now we have online games. These games connect to servers. These games are not just local anymore where you have to fix it once, put it on a disk or a uh, cartridge and send it out and hope for the best that nobody finds anything, you know? Hence, Mega Man. 
right? So yeah. when you but do those games, couldn't get updated either. What you got is yeah, what you got. Exactly. And now they know. Well, we'll we've done the best we can. We know we can update these games. So and that the people that have them in we hand will, are right. our testers. You know, Listen. they're they're going through their beta test to get the most of the bugs. Is it playing smooth? Is it doing this? You know, if we got some bug eyes, nobody's looking at that, right? Why did Andromeda come out the way it did? Because nobody really tested it that way. It didn't happen to everybody. Look at Batman. It it got ported to PC, and that was full of crap. Right there, they didn't, they didn't even do anything, right? So the, it, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's more information. You got to find all this stuff. And when you can patch it any time, this is what we run into. We have too much going on. And yet again, we want to blame the devs for not building these games right now. You know what I mean? Even indie gamers, right? They love their games. But guess what? Their indie games also take a while. They're no longer indie games. They're, they're quality games. You know, we call them indie yeah. games because of how they're built. But when you look at some of these games, these games, some of them literally can rival AAA games. And it's like a couple people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when, when you look at all this stuff, um, you're looking at tech. You're looking at software. And the tech is there to help out the software as, as well as the software is there to pull as much power out of the tech. So having VRR is awesome. But you got to have the TV there. If the TV can't do it, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? But if, the, if uh, your console can't do it, then you're, it definitely doesn't matter if you have a TV that can. And then your cable. If you don't have the cable that can handle the output that's going through to there to, for the communication, there's a lot of stuff going on that you got to make sure meets up. And yes, your cable doesn't meet up, if that's what you're looking at. <laughs> so, can you say all that again and without using any big words? English? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dreadpool, uh, the science guy. No, Dreadpool, you're incredibly well, smart, and I'm I'm glad you can break this stuff down for people that are smarter than I am, especially okay. uh, when you start talking about nanometers. That's <laughs> when I'm like, well, I didn't know they had nanometers. <laughs> no, so, that's anyway, awesome, man. Yeah. For, that gives for it, those that didn't understand any of it, take your Xbox or your Sony PlayStation, whichever generation you have, unplug it from the wall, find a box, put it back in there and return it to the store and say, thank you. I will take, <laughs> The Legends flashback, like the one I just got from my sister-in-law the other day. Le- Legends flashback? Games. What's that? Yeah. It's like the, the old uh, 100 games in one for like 30 bucks. Oh, let me go get my Xbox real quick. I've got to put, yeah. <laughs> put it in the box. <laughs> for anybody into PCs at all, there's a reason Intel's been stuck on the 14 nanometer plus, 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 plus squared process for so yeah. long. They cannot, they're finally having to, you know, go a little bit farther out of house and they probably want to get, to shrink their fucking node size. It's bad. Okay. Do you have any, co- do you have any trying, comments they, on the nanometers? They're dip? trying. They were trying to get uh, 10 and they couldn't get down to 10. Yeah. They couldn't even fucking touch 10. They have them in mobile chips and they're fucking, oh. they're not good. Hey, one more thing while we're at it. There you go. Ah, there it Wait, is. Does this just turn into GBTV? 
I think it did. Or, or, or retro renegades. Oh, I got I got Mountain Dew. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, I don't do this me. often. Are you are you uh, drinking something? Oh, you got your Fiji. Yeah, we're drinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah you usually see me drinking like a Coke or something or, or, That's or good water. water when I'm... Yeah, she she likes to get the fancy stuff. The fancy stuff. Don't get naive. I mean, Evian. I like Dasani, but people say I shouldn't drink Dasani because it has like salt in it or something and it's made by Coke. Mm. I don't yeah, know. whatever. It, it's it just is, like it is a Coke product. It's just but... like they all have their own things. What you know do you, so uh, what's mineral. your favorite water, babe? Um, Fiji and Evian. <laughs> I like smart water. Smart water is good. Have, have Body armor is badass. It's flavored. But it's have you bad. seen Evian uh, and read it backwards? Navy? Naive. Naive. Oh, yeah. Naive. That's a good one. <laughs> so you might want to rethink that one. It's a, it's um interesting when we say, hey, do you want some water? And then they say, yeah, what kind do you want? We got we got options on the fridge right now. We got spring water. We got purified water. Which one would you like? I don't want like- to reverse osmosis system in my house. Ooh, uh, that would that would be good to have, especially the whole house. Buy Fiji or Smart Water or any of it. I could just drink my own water. Yeah, I, I will say Smart Water is really good. Um, what's that other one that I really liked, babe? That I started drinking for a little while. And these are yeah. those are like what what is it? I, is it like ha- higher oxygen levels in it or something? Oxidized? Uh, pH. Yeah, the pH um, levels. There's core and there's um, Essentia. Essentia, that's the one I liked, I think. Yeah, those are go- both good. And it, like they have like different pH levels and stuff. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. See, I, I, like, I like Gatorade. I, I use it to water my lawn. I use it to water everything. My vegetables... Gatorade works. <laughs> really? Yeah, you your vegetables seen, start uh, dunking on shit after you put after you water them. Have you not seen uh, Idiocracy? Oh yeah, yeah. That Terry Crews is uh, president. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I think I've seen that uh, once or twice, probably o- over ten years ago. But that was a funny movie. I feel like we're kind of that. That's like actually that that movie may have been a precursor to reality, actually. Yes, my that's what I've been saying. Fuck. I've been saying that for years, ever since I've seen that. I was like, you know, that is the dir- direction we're headed. Um. Uh, so, I'd mentioned this before, but Dirt 5, they said they're getting a patch. Uh, but otherwise, but other than that, uh, we have games still that keep coming out with optimization updates. Um, now, the consoles have been out for um, what's... 17 days now uh mm-hmm. so it's a little over two weeks and uh so coming up in the next few weeks uh uh i think actually star wars squadrons actually may have just dropped i gotta double check on that uh but also madden is getting their update finally on december the 4th um it's gonna be interesting to see how many titles end up doing this over time right um i know that control even though i don't like what they did with their thing you know i ended up getting it because it was half off the ultimate edition was on on sale for the Black Friday deal, um, but that they're getting a 2021 optimization update as well uh, for that game. So um, there's lots of games still getting these optimization updates, and I think they make a big difference. And it's also a um, way that's kind of bolstering the lineup 
in a way, because we used to get these games as definitive editions, right? Um, in 2013, it would be, hey, get the... Remember they had Dishonored Definitive Edition, right? Uh, they had Last of Us Definitive Edition or, you know, Game of the Year editions, and they, they were for next gen, and then, you know, but we're getting those games as free, so I keep wanting to highlight that because it's a cool thing because we complained a lot about it back then. Um, there's still some titles, Control being one of them because they did separate the Ultimate Edition from the other. Um, but there's several titles that are getting free updates for us um, that are coming out with these next-gen enhancements. So um, a lot of them are on Game Pass, guys. So keep your eyes on the, some of those. I just wanted to make sure that y'all are aware of, of some of those. Um, all right, so... An interesting comment was made today from Jeff Grubb. A lot of us know who Jeff Grubb is because uh, he's in the community. He um, um, seems to know a lot. And a lot of his predictions and things that he says somehow end up becoming reality. Um, so in a, uh, I think it was during his podcast today. I'm not exactly sure, but he made an interesting comment. Um, something that we've said on the show before and also I've heard other people mention is uh, Forza Horizon. He believes we may get that game potentially before Forza Motorsport. Breaking the cycle. Um, and if you go back to the Xbox Game Showcase, right? When they showed all those games. When Phil, uh, when they talked about Forza, they said early in development. That's what they said before they showed Forza Motorsport. Okay. Um, that does not tell me that that's a game that is coming out next year even. I'm thinking 2022, potentially, or even later. Um, it's already been longer than it's ever been between Forza titles, Forza Motorsport. So that's there's true. something going on with that game as far as uh, what I've said before is that I think they're going for a complete overhaul, like a reboot of the, of the, of the franchise, uh, going with new tech, new engines and everything to bring it forward that's going to last another 10, 15 years. And with it being a Game Pass type title, I think it's going to be more of a, um, here's, the, here's the platform, Forza, as part of Game Pass, and then we're going to continuously add tracks and cars to that over time instead of keep having a new Forza Motorsport game come out. Sounds really. like Infinite. Right. So, and it seems like a model they may be going with with some of these games, right? Now, Forza Horizon does not fit that model. For, for Forza Horizon, you have to create a new world. You have to create a whole new um, open world of adventure, right? You can't just keep updating that with new content and expect it not to get stale. Right? Forza Motorsport, you can keep coming out with new tracks, new cars, updating, right? So... When they he he mentioned this is like you know it makes sense and people want Japan for Forza Horizon would be would be cool, uh, but what if we got Forza Horizon Five next year? Skip a whole Forza Motorsport, you know, and then we get whatever Forza Motorsport turns into, um, in let's say twenty twenty two. Could you guys see that happening, or do you think that would be a mistake? Um, do you what do you think the Forza Motorsport franchise is doing if it is that long between releases? Because remember, Forza Motorsport Seven wasn't even last year; it was the year before last, right? 
So I think yeah. it was what 2000. It was 2018 then is when that game 18. came out. So you know you're going to be talking about potential four or five years between releases for Forza Motorsport. Uh, that's that's pretty crazy. And at, on Xbox, we've been spoiled and kind of gotten used to that rotation of hey every other year there's a new Forza Motorsport game, right? And then Forza Horizon came in, and every other year there's a new Forza Horizon game. You know. Uh, so is Forza Horizon, if we stayed on track with Forza Horizon, that would mean next year we're getting a new Forza Horizon game. But Forza Motorsport's not on track. They're doing something different. So I think what he said is true. I think next year we're going to get Forza Horizon. And when one of y'all mentioned Forza Motorsport at the Game Awards, I think we could see Forza Horizon 5 at the Game Awards. I think that would be more likely. So what do you, what do you think, clowns? I would have to agree with you. I think that they're probably a lot further than we think with Forza Horizon. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Playground's a really good studio, man. Like, they really... They're just amazing. And it's probably, you know, with Forza, it's... The Horizon series is almost like, at this point, it's kind of like a template, you know? They could just really use the same kind of template over and over and just create a different environment or or backdrop or world um, and just throw skins on the cars and change slight things here and there is what I believe. So, yeah, I think that you're 100% right. I think that we are going to see a Forza Horizon uh, before a Forza Motorsport. Now, is is Playground capable of handling two massive games at the same time if they are the ones working on Fable. I do think so because they were already probably split up the studio and they did hire some other people for Fable as well. There were some job advertisements uh, during that whole speculation if it was Fable or not. Right. And they got Microsoft money now. So they can bring more people in if they need to. Yeah. And they they probably games though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you look at this though. You've got Xbox Game Studios, like the whole family now. So they could just like reach over, you know, if they need mm-hmm. help with something small to like compulsion or, Turn you 10. know, to, or yeah, like somebody else would be like, hey, uh, can you work on like this portion of the game, this, you know, two hour uh, championship race? Can you help us out with this one while we work on, you know, some of the multiplayer stuff? Like, I mean, there's so much help within the, their own studios now that Xbox has created. And that was part of the purpose is like, you get all these great studios together, all these great developers, they can help each other out and get their stuff out there. And we're going to see constant content coming up. I think, I think it probably closer to mid generation of this generation. We're going to see constant content coming out from Xbox game studios left and right. It'll be insane. When that when that when that rotation kicks into full gear and every studio has been like, let's say every studio is on their like not even their first title, but like some of them are on their second, you know, so it's going to be I said we had this on the show last week as the fun speculation of the week. It was how the hell are they going to manage all the announcements and 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 trailers and stuff? Right. Because there's just going to be a lot. You know, you're going to have potentially 30 projects in the works at the same damn time. <laughs> 
and you're going to have to figure out how to give each thing its own space and ability to shine out with video with trailers and game announcements and, and all that stuff and it's it's a legitimate problem um because no publishers had to worry about getting in their own way as much as Xbox is going to have to have worried about getting in their own way you know like let's say when like EA screws up and they release Titanfall 2 at the same time as they release Battlefield right or they they did the same thing with Titanfall 1 it's like they say oh these aren't really competing franchises but they're both freaking shooters yeah they're one is going to affect the sales of the other and Battlefield is a bigger bigger horse you know it's it's got a lot more people excited for it so it will affect the success of Titanfall when you come out with Battlefield at the same time and i think Game Pass is the X factor here that kind of takes a lot of that concern away because if it's all coming to Game Pass and it doesn't necessarily matter, we all get it anyway, right? If we subscribe to Game Pass. They're not worried as much about sales as much as having the content there to, to subscribe to. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a problem. Sorry, go. I want to go to you next, Husk, as far as uh, we go with, um, what were we talking about? Yeah, Forza Horizon. Playground and um, turn... Oh. Oh damn it! You're you're talking about Forza Motorsport. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, Are you a Forza fan? Uh, yes. Um, I've dumped quite a bit of time into Horizon. Um, I didn't I didn't play Motor Motorsport uh, Seven. Yeah, I'm I one of the few that I think likes Motorsport seven. more than Horizon. Five, no, five, five or six. I don't know. It's more of a simulator. Like it's not yeah. the you know arcadey open world. Even though Horizon is like, it's not as arcadey as I hear some people say it is. It's not. It's still extremely realistic with within what you know they're trying to accomplish. Um, I could see where you're coming from very easily. And the reason I say, like, a couple things I agree with. Yes, maybe we don't see motorsport next year um, just because that game's going to be a fucking showpiece. Like, they're they're going to dump as much time and testing and all this shit into it as possible once they have the game in a playable state. Um, So, yeah, it, it could take time. But then again, maybe they are farther ahead than we think. But when you said that you think they're, they're kind of going with like the, the model, like what infinite's doing where you, you put out your game and then you add these big ass chunks to it over time. You know what I mean? Um, that makes sense because if you remember that the title has went back to its original title, there's no number. It just is called Forza, Forza Motorsport. Motorsport. Could it be free to play? Um, oh, it absolutely will be. Uh, well, no, Game Pass. It, it won't it will be, be free. on Game Pass, but yeah. It's, it will be on Game Pass. What, I multiplayer, maybe. I don't know. Uh, that's possible. I, then again, I mean, we've never seen it with a, a racing game, but yeah. or I'm not aware of one. It, it's possible. And then, but at the same time, you're looking at free to play, and then you're 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 diving into microtransactions. That's a very divided, very divided thing, right? Um, 
It depends on how they do it, you know. I honestly, I want to say we'll see motorsport next year because it's it's been two or two plus years. Yeah, it's been a while. So I want to say that that's that's something they're holding for next year. I don't, I don't think we'll see um, Horizon Five. We could though; it's totally possible. But then again, I, I feel like that studio is going to want as much time as possible to make their game look like they're going to want they're going to want Horizon Five to outshine four, even though they'll still support four. Like they still supported three up until what recently, super yeah. recently. So I, I don't know. I don't think any of them want to bite off more than they can chew. And I also don't think they want to pump out another Horizon with as popular as 3 wasn't as popular as 4 is. You need a little bit of a break there. A little bit of a gap. I think there's more going on with motorsport. I think there's more done there than than what they've actually said or we know about yeah i think there's something there i think it's on its way maybe late next year if that but i don't know the catch with this is also that they've always turned 10 and playground have always shared stuff right so yeah when 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 uh forza horizon first started they were using a lot of the stuff from forza motorsport and just making it into open world game right so um i think what we could see is maybe another year of the same style of Horizon to get it out, and then the, whatever the next Horizon would be after that would be built on maybe the new tech that Forza Motorsport has. Uh, what What do you think, think Jed? Well, you kind of said it right there. Uh, Forza Horizon is using Forza Motorsport's assets. All right, so when it comes to the car assets, they're using those. And as far as my understanding, they're still using them right now. Uh, so that being said, Forza Motorsport itself is a lot far, further than you guys think it is. I think it's next because if they're utilizing those assets in the first place, for it helps mitigate a lot of that development time for them to share those assets and put it into the Horizon uh, game. You know what I'm saying? Because think about how much time they're putting in to the locations and make it photorealistic. That's that's a lot of time. And then you're going to redo everything that Motorsport has already done for a car. It yeah. makes sense to grab those assets and push it over. So yet again, uh, you want some space in between those. You had two bangers, if you want to call them that, uh, when it comes to Horizon 3 and Horizon 4. Back to back, you don't want to jinx it. You want to give it some time, let it die off, let the hype build it back up again and, and prove a game, but I don't see it happening before or this soon. You know, Motorsport will be first, as always. And then they'll move it over to Horizon. And then with um, uh, who was it? Um, lost my train. Playground Games. They're going to be able to do great work for, for both games between Fable and more um uh horizon 
So they already have uh, was a hundred and seventy seven members for the wow. Fable team that they've hired on. That's just so one team. One team, as far as far as my recollection, it was about one hundred and seventy seven members. Uh, so I, I, I got a question. Uh, I don't know if any of you know this, but that when they have these development studios have these multiple teams, do they work in different like places and entirely, or or do they share the same space? Or some you know? of them. So what happens is a lot, a lot of the main people are employees. The rest of them are contractors. Right. So you go game to game. Uh, you never know if you're going to have a job tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I've never been in that position to yeah. know 100%, but that is my understanding. And actually, here, I just brought it up. In January 2018, um, rumors were that the, the developers Playground Games have reported that they had a hiring of 177 positions for an open-world role-playing game. And since then, it's been confirmed that it's Fable. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. How you doing you, down I mean, there, babe? You're on mute. <laughs> um, good. Uh, G-Mine uh-huh. asked for a link to the Discord server. Okay, I'll send them one after the show. Um, we'll we'll get we'll get it to you, bro. Um, let's see. We also got uh, some new people I haven't seen before. The game filter. How's it going? Um, then somebody else that was new that was a heated heavy five hundred five. How's it going? I uh, appreciate you guys uh, hanging out. Hong Soul, what's up, man? Uh, Xbot, what's going on? Again, uh, I appreciate everybody here. You already mentioned them. Did I? I don't um, know. They get did. two. They get two shout outs. <laughs> um, let's see here. All right. So we, we always we're going to go into the last last topic here. I think uh, with Forza, I think we you guys have said it all. I mean, Horizon. We all got different opinions on maybe when we're going to see it. You know, I think Dread, you're saying that um, maybe after motorsport because that's tradition. But I don't know when we're getting motorsport. My understanding, you know? it's already playable. That's what that's what Xbox said in the chat. I saw, uh, Xbox said, it said in the chat. I saw that, but man, well, they, they said early in development. Unless that's just marketing speak, you know, um, that threw me off because we all kind of usually around launch, we were all thinking launch window game probably for more Forza, right? Originally. And then when they said early in development, it's kind of like, what is it, wait, Forza Motorsport early in development? What does that mean? You know? Don't forget, Phil said that he wants to have it where each game that is a launch, especially the bigger games, as they launch, that they have a buffer. Uh, so they're not dropping all their games day one. Right. Yeah, on launch day, they they want to you know drop a game the next month, have another game the next month, it's and start building that cycle where they're gonna have, every month there's gonna be a huge game, but it might not be, you know, it's not gonna be like a shooter every every you know for the first three months dropping and then also an eraser for the first for the next three months dropping. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna have your shooter and you'll you'll be happy for at least three months. Then you'll have your uh, if you're into racer, it's somewhere between the second and third month to the fourth month. You'll have something like that. So they're going to space it out accordingly, 
to what the game is like. Just like you said, between Titanfall and um, what do we say, Battlefield, right? So what wh- what happened? Titanfall tanked. Why did it tank? They had competition. They were between Call of Duty and Battlefield. They, I mean, they were screwed either way. So what happened? Their stocks went down. What happened? EA bought them. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny how when you manipulate this this kind of stuff, you don't think that that was a manipulation, that they it was an oversight? No, I think they did it on purpose. You know, and this is what Xbox is trying to do also on purpose, is not to kill their next game or their previous game from the potential that they have to allow the gamers to fully enjoy these games versus... All right, what's the next game coming out? Hurry up, let's get this thing beaten and move on to the next one. So yeah. there, there's a lot more going on. There's a lot of strategy with all this. Game Pass also changes the way of distribution and the way they, they have to think about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So Because you're, you're just trying to keep a steady stream of content to keep people interested in subscribing and also have big titles that are going to attract new subscribers. Um, but the release schedule is more about pacing everything out as opposed to just having something at the holiday every year, right? For the big right. games. So that's going to be int- interesting because um, they're not as worried about retail sales. They're more worried about sub- subscriptions and that doesn't matter what time of year it is really. Right. So, um, all right. So we always end this show with the game pass game of the week. This week, I wanted to draw attention to one game that was not getting enough attention in my opinion. Um, it is forgotten about for some reason as a launch title for the uh, Series X and Series S. First time uh, the consoles was on launch day. It is a game that has great reviews. It's a game that people that lots of people that enjoyed this game said it was really good. But for some reason, people act like this game does not exist. It does exist. Um, but I couldn't mention this game without also throwing a bone to its to its big brother. So, my Game Pass game of the week is Gears Tactics. It was a PC game before it was a console game. Um, I want, and I hope, that lots of people play this kind of game uh, because I think more of these style of games are needed on game consoles, and the less people that play them is more excuse for Microsoft and other publishers to say, we don't need to bring those games to PC. And I'm looking at maybe Age of Empires and uh, other maybe RTS games and and tactics games that are out there that traditionally only come out on PC. If more people play this game and talk about it and are excited about it, hey, maybe we'll get more of these different things in Game Pass as in variety. Gears Tactics, I think, um, reviewed well. People love it. Um, It's a fun game. It has an interesting story. Um, It takes place in the Gears universe. Uh, so what are your thoughts, Clowns? Have you played Tactics? And also, what about Gears 5 and Game Pass? I have not played um, Gears Tactics, but Shame I think you. that I'm is... A... <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. It's been touted as like a really good game. And I was going to play it on Game Pass on PC, to be honest with you, because I felt like it was better yeah. with maybe a mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's it's really good to give that game a shout out because it, I think after the first initial few days it was in there, it kind of lost its you know steam. And I think 
most people forget that they can, you know, they can also play it on PC. If you don't want to play with a controller, play it on PC. Play it on the Game Pass on PC, and and it'll be just as fun. Also, uh, as far as Gears Five, man, we we got actually, uh, I believe, a review review bleh, review copy for that. And that game, I love that game. I really love that game. I still need to finish it. Um, I only did impressions of it initially, but I think that the game is really well thought out, and I really enjoyed uh, the previous Gears. So I'm just liking it. I like the style that this one is, and it's just i mean with the series x it looks even better man you, you just can't complain yeah uh optimization on that game is gorgeous um and gears tactics is 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 pretty awesome it's not a it's it's a good looking game uh what do you what do you say husk um i need to play it I have it installed and i just haven't played it but it's, I also... it, it, it is every this is the same the weird thing and it's and it's it's not just us. We all did you play XCOM or you do you like games like that? I I did. I played it a small handful of times okay. with a buddy, and then it's it's a genre thing. It because, is. It's because it is. it's in a genre that's a little bit more niche, right? People forget, yeah. but this is a big title, right? Yeah, XCOM and it, and it, got more. Like hype. you said, it looks good. It yeah. does. Like I've seen gameplay, and I've seen like it's 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 like it has. It's got this. Uh, it's got the gears feel. It's got the gears look, like especially once once you're not in that top down, and like you you get cutscenes where it zooms in yeah. to a certain thing. Like it, it's there. It's gears. It's very much gears, but it's it's all. It also falls into like you said that niche genre that, like this game has the potential to to grow that genre. From from everything I've read on it, everything I've seen, it it's it's in my backlog. Yeah, I, I need think to, it's in a I lot need of to grab a couple of people and play the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. What about, what about you, Dread? Have you have you played Tactics? Well, I gotta say that uh, Clowns and Husk are both frauds for not playing it, and I have to join that group. <laughs> <laughs> It's you know it, what I mean. It, it, here's the thing: it's a Series X, Series S launch game. You know what I mean? And I think it, like, part of it was the weird. advertisement. You know what I mean? It, because it came out on PC ahead of time. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that wanted to play something like that, that were interested in that genre, were already into it and playing it on PC. So by the time, I and mean, I think that was the 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 bad part about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, if it wasn't ready and you wanted to do it like this. You probably should have pushed it back so it went across both PC and Xbox at the same time. So that being said, they didn't market it well either, right? They didn't market it to say, "Hey, by the way, even though you, we had it on PC, now it's on console." I mean, radar you you, gears tactics. Yeah, it's that it's that wonderful Xbox games marketing team again. You know what I mean? I mean and they do a great market. job with a lot of things, but like, where was all the advertisement for this game around the launch of the mm-hmm. console? Right. We can't market it for them, no. you know, because, yeah. uh, you know, people like me are, are tech heads and, and you know, we, we want to see what the tech can do with these games. We want to, you know, see what, what it can happen with, with this. You know, I'm going back to old games and, and checking it out to see how, how good it could break the old game and make it better. You know, I've been playing Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order again. And, and you know, yet again, I'm learning the controls all over again. But, you know, it's just... 
when you take a break and you move on to something and then you got to go back and it, it slows you down but oh my god it's such it's insane on how how good this tech is you know what i mean and then i, I my brother-in-law's over uh, he came down from uh south carolina and you know he's in the, he's a marine so he comes down and hey did you get your xbox yeah it's right there hey did you get your playstation no all right that's fine let's let's check out some of these games right we're playing uh, Destiny, I'm oh, sorry, Division 2, popping it in with the NVMe, right? Not the internal stuff or anything that's that has the velocity architecture in it. The one that I built, right? The one that I built and been using on my Scorpio, pop it in, and it's even faster than it was before. You know what I mean? So a lot of this stuff is getting is getting forgotten because I had to go back and be like, oh yeah, let's let's check out this game because I hadn't looked at it. You know, so one of my forgotten games. I think that people need to think of, and I'm going to put it out there, um, just because, you know, uh, for Fork, Anthem. No, I'm actually kidding. <laughs> Fuck that. No, 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 no. Hey, that's uh, the I'm game at, that's going to get an update? Right. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll see it, too. But seriously, um, I'm going to do a three-pack, okay? And this is Xbox and PC, okay? Day of the Tentacle Remastered. Full Throttle Remastered. Grim Fandango remaster, and of of those top, of those three, Full Throttle's my top. But those are the ones you, you should probably go back in and look also because those are forgotten games that kind of came in and they're the point and click kind of story strategy kind of. Uh, I guess you would add some adventure to some of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's no not really action, but you know, but it's it's a good. These are good stories. And and they've resonated when I was younger, and I think others that missed out on those opportunities from those old, older click games, or you know, uh, could could check something like this out because people like me that never really got into XCOM, I think they might like this. People yeah. that don't like this might actually get you know get into XCOM. So if you if, if you don't like this kind of stuff and you want more of a uh, action packed strategy game when it comes to you know how XCOM is gears taxes is it and they've and they spun it on its head on top of that they added some uh those features to uh speed up the game a little bit so that way you can get back into your turn so there's you know if you're thinking XCOM it's not literally a clone of XCOM they took it and made it their own kind of strategy way so definitely check that out too so but for me full throttle Right on. Yeah, I give I give Xbox crap for not bringing like Age of Empires and games like that to console when they just had those definitive editions and like uh, uh, remasters come out, right? But um, at the same point, you have to also give them credit for trying to bridge the gap between console and PC on titles like that, like Gears Tactics and also Halo Wars. You know, Halo Wars, the RTS game that is wonderfully done on console. I, I love that franchise, um, and using brands like Halo and Gears is a way to introduce um, gamers that would new, usually never play um, one of those games to to try it, right? Um, oh, and yeah. and here's the thing, guys: if you haven't tried a game like Gears Tactics, and you have Game Pass, it's in Game Pass. We don't have the we don't have that. $60 barrier anymore of, hey, um, I don't want to 
buy this because I don't know if I'm going to like it, right? It's there, to, it's there to try. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I would recommend anybody give, that has Game Pass uh, giving it a shot because it might just be a genre that you never knew that you would love, right? Uh, any, anybody got any other final thoughts on that? You're absolutely no. That's right. exactly. And Halo it. Wars was fucking awesome. There, there's those are uh, perfect examples of, of you know when it comes to gaming is um, we can't go down to Blockbuster, we can't go down to Redbox anymore, and, and to try these games to be able to say, hey, look, you know, and how many of our friends have digital? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, physical media that they can say, oh yeah, go ahead and hear power of this. You know what I mean? So we're getting to that point where. Uh, we're more and more digital and it makes sense if it's in game pass i wouldn't i would never as much as i love full throttle i might buy that one again might yeah but in all seriousness if 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 push comes to shove i would never buy it if it wasn't in game pass you know what i'm saying i wouldn't i wouldn't play it because there's no reason for me to buy something like that. It's, you know, it's kind of an old game. My daughter is too young to get into games like this. I mean, I did have her play Full Throttle, and she was kind of lost with it. And I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get her to play while I'm reading her the story and to, to understand what to do. It's just too much for her. But yet again, it's something that you can try. I tried Minutes. Right, another one of those indie titles. Yeah, I never. Th- I was like, oh, oh, please, whatever. Let me just try it. Whatever. It was a fun game. It was really cool. It, it, you only had one minute to get to where you had to go and figure it out, and then you started over again. It's kind of like that yeah. game that's coming out called Twelve Minutes, right? Or Twelve Seconds? No, no. Twelve Seconds, or what? what uh, maybe, maybe. I, but it's it's very very low res. You know, kind of like the old uh, Zelda. Um, graphics per se, black and white, you know, very low key. But like I said, I would never have tried it or bought it if it wasn't in Game Pass. Right on. I want to try something different here. Um, so you have ten seconds, chat, because there's a delay and I don't want to wait forever. You have ten seconds to say a game that's in Game Pass. If you want to shout, if you wanted me to shout it out real quick on the podcast, um, ten seconds. On your mark, get set, go. Do, 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 do. Am I going to get copyright strike? Do, do, do. Do, no, do, maybe. Do, do, do. It's hard to say. Okay. So now I've got to wait for the delay. <laughs> what, babe? <laughs> you know what Lady AF said? She said that most of the games on Game Pass that she's loved, she would never have initially paid for. Exactly. Right. How many games have I played that I never would have played if it wasn't for Game Pass? There's a lot, actually. Um, so I'm going to start going through some here. I, I saw uh, you, Indie Gamer, earlier say Star Renegades, and I was going to shout that out anyway, regardless if anybody said it, because that game is pretty freaking awesome. It has that retro style, almost like JRPG, maybe like Star Ocean in a way kind of kind of feel to it. You know, it's uh, it's turn based um combat jrpg style um traditional but it has good music also and brought kind of into a new way um let's see anybody got any anybody checked out uh star renegades 
No. No. The Tourist? Yes. Yep. River City Girls? Yes. Yep. Spirit Fair? Spirit Fair is a good game. No. Celeste? Celeste? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Alice Madness yep. Returns? Oh, definitely. You don't think we would, we'd own something like that? Planet Coaster? Yep. Carry On. I- Okay, I'm not going to shout in anymore. Yep. Yes. Uh, oh, Undermine. I missed ones. Like Clowns, you said. Undermine, that's... Yep. Uh, so good. Yeah, that's a good game. Um, so, yeah, Xbox has no games, right? Anyway. Oh, just yeah, Hollow make... Knights. Hollow Knights. Yes. There's so many good games on Game Pass, guys. Anyway, um, that is going to do it. But before we go, I want to thank my guest for being here and i want to thank you guys in the chat this was episode number 18 of xbox ultimate podcast um been doing this 18 weeks now craziness um thank you to the my um guys that i was on my first panel that i was like ever a guest on these three guys on gbtb um so let's do some shout outs real quick uh where can everybody find you clowns um, you can find me at Italian Clowns on all social media, Four Guys Recorders, on Tuesday nights with you, Mav, as well. Yes, you know, sir. You're there. Uh, you can find me on Game Beyond the Box on Wednesdays, Wednesday nights with Dreadpool and Husk, who drinks all the Bush beer in Nebraska. Yeah, I didn't and see a lot of beer because I heard him. I didn't see a lot of beers open in this episode. He just he drank it so fast you can't even see it. He's like, it's a talent of his. <laughs> I did take two breaks. Yeah. Um, and then you can see, you can find me on Primetime Game with Mr. Broomstick of Friends on Monday night. And then 4GQ TV News with Flamish, uh, everybody's favorite Belgium sensation across the nation. Flamish. I'll with say the that. American fries. <laughs> yes. Right. So we'll go to you, Hus, but before uh, we do that, you need to unmute your mic. You've been on mute this whole show. I just didn't tell you. Hey, you're full of shit. <laughs> um, call back to Tuesday night. That was a good time. 30 minutes of talking to myself and assuming I wasn't. It's was great. Is Huss talking? I can't hear him. It's uh-huh. No, I, I, tried to, um, I tried to tell him, but he didn't believe me. You can find me, ACS Husk, everywhere. Um, Wednesday nights, Game Beyond the Box. Uh, sometime during the weekend, FWNR premieres. Uh, the creator feature has made its comeback, which we'll see clowns here in two weeks. Ooh. And um, I would like to formally invite uh, Mav over to the show following clowns if he's down. Absolutely. And uh, tomorrow we got God's Geeks nice. at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. So. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely be there for that. Oh, um, quick question, hey, Matt. Yeah. You, you, you doing an aftercast tonight? We playing some games? I play games every night, man. I know. So, just, like, just, if, if... You guys streaming it? You, you gonna invite me? Uh, yeah. What's the plan? Let's say... Uh, I don't know what we're playing, but let's play something. If if, if, if right, you're playing, okay. if you're playing, babe, then we're playing Master Chief Collection, probably. Oh, yeah, I'm playing. So... Oh, man. I wanted yeah. to play Pong Online. <laughs> let's do it master chief collection uh custom games if we get enough people here's the thing guys whoever can show up please because halo is better with custom games with your friends 
and going into matchmaking. So if we could have like six on six uh, custom games going, or even four on four, it would be magical. Master Chief Collection tonight. If you haven't played it with the update, it's a new game. It's the best multiplayer experience on console right now. All right, Dread. Where can everybody find your beautiful beard? Oh yes, everywhere but here right now. I, I didn't want to <laughs> turn on the camera to be honest. You shaved um, and you didn't want everybody to see your chin. I, I didn't want to scare the hell out of people. Go, oh my god, bare skin. <laughs> um. So anyway, you can find me on Twitter, Dreadpool. The O's are zeros. YouTube Gamertag and Stadia Dreadpool. All letters, all caps. Breaking bread with Dread on uh, Anchor.fm slash Dreadpool and. The lightest episode is with Italian clowns. We sit there and talk about the consoles and the, you know, the three-year-old that uh, robbed them at gunpoint and then how he still <laughs> ended up getting one anyway and flipping that little baby the bird. So, again, with these two degenerates, I'm on with a whole bunch of other degenerates on Wednesday nights, gaming beyond the box. Remember, it's beyond. And then always uh, Friday mornings, except for today, because we did it again, uh, on Wednesday this week. Breakfast with Boom, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. Uh, obviously, four guys with quarters. When we do the interviews, I am there. And um, the holiday seasons are open right now, so my DMs are open. Anybody wants to talk, anybody wants to just vent, whatever, I will be there to listen. I may not know what to say, but at least you know you have an ear. And someone actually cares. Um, well, Dreadpool, can I add something to that for you, real quick? Yes. So, Flamish, if you're sad about the American French fries, Dreadpool's DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was this was this proven that French fries are American from Dreadpool? Did he go down into the tech aspects of it all? And I, uh, to, I looked up Wiki. Yeah, and I found out through Wiki that uh, Flamish is the southern equivalent of Belgium, which means he's a hillbilly. Really? Oh, that's awesome. He's a hillbilly driving a bus. He's a, uh, yeah, he's a Belgium hillbilly. And, and he feels better. He has a hurt back right now. Yeah, yeah he, he does. He, he went to the doctors to go check it out. I have not heard back yet, so uh, have you guys? He was I, I saw you streaming uh, earlier. Well, All right, so then we have good news. He's good enough to stream. Yeah. So that being said, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Happy gaming. Um, everyone have a good night and good weekend. And Oh. Oh, yeah. Go, go oh, ahead. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm waiting for Caitlin and yourself to drive over so we can do a Breaking Bread with Dread. What's going on, man? How come you guys aren't over here yet? Coronavirus! Coronavirus! No, we'll, we'll get over there sometime. They haven't locked down the states. Yeah. So yeah, but anytime, you know, we'll do like it, I man. Said before. Um. All right, babe. Where can everybody find find your pretty face? Um. Twitter at Caitlin X O six one five, and here on Fridays. And we are going to be uh, as a guest on GBTB on Wednesday. Uh. So we'll see you guys there. Uh, I don't know if I was supposed to spoil that or not, but who, no, who cares? Uh, so yeah, we'll be me and Kate will be there Wednesday night, uh, gaming beyond the box uh, with these guys, and um, it, we're looking forward to it. So yeah, I appreciate y'all y'all hanging out with me, um, clowns, husk, dread. It's been real, guys. Thank you again, chat. 
Uh, we'll oh. see y'all again next week. You got something, Dred? Yeah, before you shut this off, I brought my wife over. Caitlin, she loves your room. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just had to add that in there. Go ahead. Shut down the show. Cool. All right, guys. Peace out. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Guys. Oh, I guess I got to do the outro. <laughs>